Hello, you are listening to Rob's Music Hour, the show where I share nonsensical musical trivia, as well as my thoughts on music and any other random thoughts basically that come to my mind. This first episode, we'll be taking a look at interesting openings to songs. The common trend seems to be guitar, but just that's because I'm a guitar player, so let's get started. The opening of a song can make or break the song. If a song starts off slow, people might tune it out and say, okay, this isn't interesting to me. One song that starts off slow and then builds up is a song everyone knows. It starts off with some sort of Wild West type desert sounds and then a keyboard riff and then that guitar riff that everyone knows. And if you see this band in concert, when every drunk person in the audience starts screaming uncontrollably, that song is Wanted Dead or Alive by Bon Jovi. And here's that famous guitar riff. I play the rest of the song, but he starts singing, and that kind of ruins it. I am kidding, I think. This next song has another fantastic guitar opening. This one doesn't have any of the diddly futzy stuff before it, like the last song did. This one starts off with guitar, and then right away kicks into the song. The song, as described by his writer, was written after watching afternoon television and getting frustrated with all the people on afternoon television. The song is still very relevant today with people and their whiny attitudes. The song is Get Over It by the Eagles off of the Hell Freezes Over reunion album. almost feel the anger as that song ramps up so i said that song is relevant today with everyone getting upset over everything and everyone out looking to make a quick buck i really like that line in there it's later in the song it was let's kill all the lawyers kill them tonight no offense to anyone who's related to a lawyer um yeah the next opening to a song is another one that when you hear it live it kicks the audience into high gear i don't know how often the song will ever be played live again since the artist just passed away. The song is Running Down a Dream by Tom Petty. That was Running Down a Dream by Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. The opening and the similar lines as Get Over It kind of starts off strong and kicks the song into high gear and gets everyone excited. It'll be very, very unlikely that that song will be played live frequently anymore, as I said before the song, due to Tom Petty's recent unfortunate passing. Join us for a future episode of the show when we do a tribute episode to Tom Petty where I play some of my favorite Petty songs and talk about them. Anyhow, moving on to our next song. This one is a little slower, but still gets a reaction when, it's, when you hear this intro live. After you hear some radio noises, it starts off with a 12-string guitar playing the riff, and then there's a little six-string solo over it before the words. That song is Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd. 
Now, which is it? I'm going to be honest, I did cut parts of that one out just so you could hear the key points I highlighted, the 12-string, the 6-string, and the radio. That and the whole intro goes on for like two minutes. We're going to shift gears a little bit here and move to some keyboard intros. There's two in particular I want to focus on that are songs from the 80s that everybody knows. And when you hear these intros, people get way the heck riled up at concerts and get excited kind of in the vein of the one and dead or alive guitar intro but at least one with a singer who can still sort of sing let's start with the first one So, yeah, I think everyone knows that song, or has at least heard that song. If you don't know, that was Jump by Van Halen, with possibly one of the most famous synthesizer riffs that comes out of the 1980s. And there were quite a few very, very good synthesizer riffs and synthesizer songs from the 80s, including our next song. This next song is one that everybody has heard to do its use everywhere, it's been on Family Guy, it was on the last season of South Park, you hear it on the radio, it pops up in the most random of places, and it's been their show closer on their most recent tour. Let's have a listen. That's a thing again. For those of you who do not know, that was Africa by Toto, the song that will not die, at least according to interviews with their guitar player. In fact, later on in the series, we're going to be doing a full episode on Toto and the vast collection of songs that they have worked on throughout their career as session musicians from the late 70s to about 1988. Some of the stuff that's in there might surprise you. And now we're getting into the weird side of my music library. This is one that I highly doubt many of you have heard unless you're very, very big into prog rock. This is very, very early Genesis, back when Peter Gabriel was still in the band and before it became an extension of Phil Collins' solo career. This song, which has a very, very awesome piano intro that is a complete bitch to play, really can set the mood for the song. I was a little hesitant to include this song because the intro goes on for a little too long. And it's one of those, like I said, if the intro goes on too long, people can tune out. However, this piano piece is really, really good. Let's have a listen. 
This is Firth of Fifth by Genesis, off Selling England by the Pound, which I believe was released in 1973. Fun fact, that's also my ringtone. As I was going through all the Genesis I have in my collection to find something for this episode, I had it between this, Invisible Touch, and Turn It On Again. I decided against Invisible Touch because I've already overdone 80 synthesizers on this list with the other two songs. It's kind of the same reason I didn't go for Turn It On Again. That's also 80s and synthesizer y, although there's guitar double tracked underneath it. And I wanted to be able to feature something that used a real piano for its introduction. So, at the beginning of the episode, when I said we'd be focusing on guitar intros, I kind of lied. Sorry. Sticking with the whole Genesis and Peter Gabriel theme, here's another intro for a song that everyone knows. So I also lied when I said we were done with synthesizers, because I'm pretty sure there's a synth buried under the horns there. If anybody, for some odd reason, does not know that song, that was Sledgehammer by Peter Gabriel, who was the singer also of Genesis on the track that I played before, Firth the Fifth, although we didn't get anywhere near his vocals in that. And we're still on Genesis. This is one of Phil Collins' solo songs. This has a horn intro with a drum fill at the beginning that really sets the mood for the song and how it goes. So this is Something Happened on the Way to Heaven off his 1989 album, But Seriously... Fun fact on that song, Phil Collins co-wrote it with his guitar player, Daryl Sturmer, who I've actually met. He's a real nice guy. A few years ago, he was doing a project where he wanted to put an orchestral arrangement for some of Phil Collins' songs and Genesis songs. And the conductor of the orchestra that he worked with conducts the orchestra that my mom plays in. So in exchange for him helping out with the arrangements, he said he'd do a free show with the orchestra, which I went to, and there was a meet and greet afterwards. All right, now we're finally done with Genesis and all that's associated solo careers. Moving on, we've got another intro from another song. Another keyboard intro. This is Billy Joel's Captain Jack.
That is quite the intro to a song. It starts off with the pipe organ, which I boosted the audio level a little bit on so you can hear it, and then goes to adding the piano, bass, and the drum. The way that intro builds from just the organ to the whole ensemble shows kind of how the whole song starts off with just him playing with piano underneath as he's singing and then goes to the full band for the chorus of the song. I've got one more song intro for you, and this can just show you that sometimes a simple intro is the way to go to get your point across with the song and to kick the song in. This intro is basically just four, the opening four chords to the song and then kicks in with the band right away. The song is also appropriate given the fact that we are somewhat close to Halloween. Sometimes keeping it simple is the way to go. Sometimes you hear the beginning of a song and just go, nope, and turn it off or change the radio station. In my case, this next song is one of those. That was Stayin' Alive by the Bee Gees, in case anyone didn't know. I don't know what it is about that song, but I can't stand it. I don't know if it's Barry Gibbs' ridiculously high voice that makes it sound like he's part of the Chipmunks. Or the fact that it's just disco, but there's something about that song that makes me want to turn the radio station off very, very, very quickly. Thank you for joining me on Rob's Music Hour as we look back on some of the best song intros in rock and roll. There are plenty of examples that I didn't cover in this episode. Join us next time as we look back on the career of the late, great Tom Petty, both with his solo career and the Heartbreakers, and as well as a few Traveling Wilbury songs. Join us also for another episode as we look at some of the best guitar solos recorded in rock and roll. And in another episode, we'll be looking at the career of one of my favorite bands, Toto, and the various members in there as their session careers. You'll be amazed at some of the stuff that they've played on. And for our final episode, we'll be looking at some of the most god-awful, worst pieces of trash Christmas songs ever recorded. And I'll be sharing my thoughts on those as well.